0: More is not better. Better is better. Hello, hello, hello! It's a great day for a live video. Who knows? We might turn this into a podcast. Allison Crow here. Y'all you know what happened yesterday? I uh, was sharing last week's podcast, and um. I was in the back end and I saw all the titles of my podcast. So I decided to share those and I decided to break them each up with a yellow heart. And I realized like, holy cow, I've got some serious content history. And that was just what I turned into a podcast. That doesn't include years. And I have not ever really accumulated it. And so if I die, somebody accumulate my shit and write the book that I'm too not willing to do right now. Okay, so here's what today's live is about. If you're here live, say hello. If you're here replaying, so say hello. I want to tell you the edgiest thing I've ever done for long-term success in my heart and life, and I'll still working on it. Um, the reason I'm doing this, before I tell you what it is, the reason I'm doing this, um, this is because I see so many people suffering after the insight. Hi, Helen. Hello, Paula. I see so many people suffering after the insight. So, uh, Shanti, hello, Shanti's going to totally get this too. I see Shanti as a master at this. Um, the edgiest thing I've done for long-term success in my life is go boring and consistent. Now, I'm an Enneagram 7. I'm a high ID on the disc. I'm a, I can't even remember what I am in strength finders, but I like to have fun. I like things to be exciting. I like things to feel good. And that only got me so far. And so a few years ago, A couple of things happened at just the perfect time. Um, my body broke down. And I no longer could rely on a last minute big win. And I tell you what, you guys, if you are watching a baseball game or a basketball game, the fun ones are the ones where there is a struggle and there is drama Hey, Megan, and where there is suffering (laughs) and our subconscious mind loves a little struggle. Um, Even if you're motivated like me by avoiding pain, we avoid pain so much, we actually create more. So I talked about that in another live last week, or actually this week, this week has been really long already, but the best, the edgiest thing I've done for a long term is go boring. And I am not saying that boring is easy. And so one of the things that is boring that you don't realize is boring is practice. And on coaching sessions, we have, I have people every single day are like, holy cow, my mind is blown. I, and I had a coach that once said, insight changes everything. Ooh, I love you, Richie Rich. An insight doesn't change anything unless you apply it. And most people, because we are human beings with this amazing machine of this beautiful body that we have been given, this scientific miracle, um, most people cannot implement an insight with one action. And we wear off. Right? So maybe I don't, I'm not a resolutions maker, but maybe some of you set a resolution. Are you still sticking to the practice of the resolution that you made at New Year's? Probably not. I made a resolution to be meditating every day. I haven't meditated in three days. Why? Because the practice is boring. Right? And our need for it to be exciting or fun or stimulating is stronger than practice. Practice, exactly, Shanti, is application of insight. So I created a I I was I was I was creating a meme this morning at six o'clock. Um, Insight without action is fantasy. And so I was thinking about insight, I was thinking about practice, and I was thinking about softness. So these are some of the things going on. And insight. Is wonderful. It feels really good in the mind. As my friend Richard Morgan and I had a discussion the other day, insight creates a wonderful opportunity for mental masturbation. That only gets you so far. So, insight not applied is entertainment. That's it, it's entertainment. Dear coaching clients, I love you. This is not an accusation, but as your coach, I'm responsible to help you see. And so if this resonates, pick it up. If you're not my client, you can disregard it. But if you are having insights and then walking away from the call and going back to everyday normal behavior without intentional practice, my friend Tracy Lee says, I can, I can help you discover insights, but I cannot do the practice for you. I got my own practices to practice. And what I love, so I want to share, I like the softness. So um yesterday, somebody on Instagram posted something about if you're trying too hard, it was a quote by Lily Tomlin, if you're trying too hard, try soft. And the response was, I, I don't normally pay to like, oh, that was a really popular post. But my Instagram, especially my Instagram direct messages blew up. And actually, when I saw it, because <laughs> I'm a try harder kind of gal, I don't say that out loud, but that's my accidental practice. And you realize we all have accidental practices, right? Accidental practices are the things that we're practicing without even realizing it because they're hab- habitual. Actiz- at habits equals accidental practice. Right. And so what we want to do is intentional practice. And I saw this thing about being soft and I realized it was being really hard on myself. And the moment I met myself with softness, I was able to come back to center. And so recently, as I am beginning to practice a new kind of meditation, I, you know, I've been doing all kinds of meditation, but I've never really been willing to do the silent, quiet meditation. And I have a friend named Sarah Intonado. And Sarah Intonado um, is, taught me what she learned. Um, she has some pretty intense study around this. And she taught me a simple Buddha, Buddhist meditation practice of counting. And in the silence and in the quiet, we count one on the in-breath and two on the out-breath. And in a very gentle way, the idea is to count to 10. And if you think, so let's say I'm meditating. I'm going to do this really fast for the sake of video and audio. One, two, three, four, five. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking about my dog who is barking. We do not beat ourselves up and go, Allison, try to meditate harder. We go, oh. I noticed that I got distracted by the dog and then we start back with one again. I remember a long time ago hearing Deepak Chopra in a meditation say, like, your clouds are just thoughts. If you, if you have a thought, just let it float away. There's a softness to it. Let me tell you what the softness actually does and why the softness is important. Meeting ourselves with the softness and the gentle course correction stimulates your nervous uh, system in the direction that you want to go, right? And so when we meet um, our practice, whether we're practicing meditation or practicing showing up every day for our clients or practicing writing or practicing eating foods that we know support our body, whatever your practice is, Practice being visible, practice new thoughts, right? Practice new thoughts. Um, I was talking with a client this morning and she said, I've been really in the whiny victim-y place. I said, that's okay. So instead of beating ourselves out of it, there's no shame. It's like, oh, the moment we recognize, oh, <laughs> I've been really victimy, ha, ah, there, there, fear. I see you. And let's go back to center. And we take fear by the hand instead of slap it across the face. Because if you slap something across the face and you try to punch it or be hard with it, what does the nervous system do? The nervous system is going to go, ah, ah, I'm under attack. And so you're actually counterproductive. Um, Psychologists know that small incremental steps are actually more fruitful than giant ones. And I am somebody who loves the thrill. Y'all, here's what I used to do. I haven't done this in five years. I'm so fucking proud. When I first started making money, I realized this morning on my dog walk, I was like, I make more. I was transferring money to my bank account. I was like, that this one week's transfer was more than any job i'd ever been paid that was kind of a fun realization and um i was thinking about um you know i i am practicing money integrity not earning. (laughs) Earning is not the issue. I am practice money allocation and money integrity for me. And that's something that I really want to practice. And so I'm looking, I'm doing the boring, difficult work of looking at my money regularly, of working with people who can help me see my money in different ways. And one of the things that I used to do really poorly was make a lot of money and not save for taxes. And so what would happen would be I would get my taxes done by my CPA, in January, and then knowing by April 15th I would have an extremely large tax bill, 30, 40, 50,000 dollars due, at once. And I put this pressure and this intensity on me to, to make that happen. And it was exhausting and thrilling at the same time. But it was not keyword here useful. wasn't useful? And so a few years ago, I made a commitment. Every single penny that comes in, I put in 30% into a tax account. I don't even have to pay 30%, but I put more than enough as a practice. And so I have practiced this and I have practiced this. And you know what's happening? Like, I'm about to have my taxes done. I'm going to get a bill. I'm going to have paid most of it. And I'm not going to freak the fuck out. And so if I... All those years ago, not only did I want to make money, but I wanted to feel good about the money I had, and I didn't want to have stress about money. And so what did I have to do? It was never make more money, and it was never hit the ball out of the park. It was show up every single day in integrity, in the boring and often painful practices. And the only reason they're painful is because it's new muscle memory, new mental memory, new energetic memory, and new nerve system. And so what you are doing when you are practicing, which is boring, right? So here's something you practice and you don't even know. I used to be a kindergarten teacher. Let me take a sip of my coffee. Hi, you guys. And as a kindergarten teacher, five-year-olds come in and one of the things that many five-year-olds are learning how to do if you have a five-year-old in your life Um, they're learning how to tie their shoes. And do you know how many five-year-olds have an absolute fit about learning to tie their shoes? And exactly, Shanti. And so when the five-year-old is learning to tie their shoes and they're literally having a meltdown with their tiny little fingers and the little loops and however you tie it, we as parents and teachers do not go You little shit, you're getting it wrong. We say, like Shanti says, you're doing a good job. You're learning new patterns. Let's keep practicing. And you know what? Their muscle memory changes and they develop And their synapses and their muscles and their skills develop. And by the time you're my age, I bet every single one of you right now, I'm wearing my walking shoes. And if I, if they were untied without missing a beat, I could lift up my foot, tie my shoe and not even think about it. I could tie my shoe blindfolded. Every single one of you could too. And we don't even realize it because we've practiced so much. It's become a habit. And it's when it becomes a habit, it requires less energy. So the amount of energy right now for me to do quiet meditation, it's intense. It's irritating. It's boring. But the more I practice it, the less resistance is going to show up. And what I see, I see some of my clients just hop on. What I see is we have these insights. And how many of you have said this? I thought I learned this 20 years ago. I thought I learned this 10 years ago. I learned that last year. Why is it still showing up? It's still showing up because we have boring practice to do. I love you. I love me. The edgiest thing I've done for long-term success in my heart, in my life, in my marriage was stop unuseful practices and begin new ones. And I wish that happened in an instant, but it didn't. Honestly, it took me seven years of being married to my husband before I stopped the habitual pattern of yelling when we were in a fight. I grew up in a family where it was normal and constant and terrifying to yell and scream and cuss at each other. It's what, it's what the habit was in my family. And I married a man who doesn't fight that way. And fortunately, I married him because it's not respectful. There is a way to have disagreements and arguments without me going into rage. And I would go into rage because it was my habit. And so I began to practice. And you guys, it took me seven years. It took me seven years of practice. And one day I looked up and I realized we'd had an argument without me screaming. It didn't happen overnight, and so I want you to know that insight is amazing, but it is nothing without practice. Practice is um, boring, it's uncomfortable, and it's required for you to get the results you want. And don't be an asshole to yourself in your practice. Be gentle. There is nothing wrong with you as you are learning new practices. We need softer inner and outer support we need softer inner and outer support we need to learn how to speak kindly to ourselves and kindly does not mean we bypass or we give ourselves a break it's not it's not let me let me use the example of meditation it's not me going um it's not me giving it's not giving a pass for what i didn't do because the past doesn't matter. So if I didn't meditate yesterday, it's not me going, it's okay, Allison. you're wonderful, or you're good or bad. There is no good or bad. I just didn't do the practice. And the kindest thing I can do is go, yesterday is gone. Let's do the practice today. I love you. Let's be here and do the practice. I remind myself the practice helps. I can do difficult things. I'm getting better and better at the practice every single day. And so those of you, the next time you see a meme that makes you happy and feels good, or the next time you have an insight with your coach or with your clients or in your life, take it a step deeper and see what the practice is. The edgiest thing I've ever done for long-term success is go boring. It's the boring, it's the boring financials. It's the boring meditation. It's the boring walking. It's the boring eating. Let me tell you this, y'all. None of it is Instagram worthy. It's not Instagram worthy. I had a client, potential client once tell me, this was back when I lived in Denton and had the pool and the house and all this other stuff because I was spending money on the pool in the house instead of my taxes. Um, When I had the pool in the house and all the color and all the painting and all that stuff is fun and flashy and it makes great Instagram. But there was something missing underneath and it was the practice. And so by the time you see the color and the pool again, and anything that is flashy, it's because I have built the foundation of the practice. And I made a decision three years ago that I didn't want to build... I want to build a flashy life. Not flashy for you, but I want to build a life I enjoy. But a life I enjoy without the foundation is so fragile. And so I made a decision to make my life boring, inexpensive, And so I decided to set up an environment that supported my practices. I'm three years in. I don't know how much longer. I I don't know. It's, I I just, I'm willing to do the do. I'm willing to do the do. Every day I get a little bit better. Some days I go backwards, but I'm willing to do the do. So I want to encourage you to embrace boredom. It's not bad. That's just a mindset thing, but embrace the practices. Embrace the practices that are useful. If you have the insight, an insight not applied is just fancy. It's a meme. That's all it is, is a meme. Literally, it's a meme in your head. Find one thing that you will apply and that you will begin to practice. My commitment to me, not to you, because it doesn't fucking matter to you, but to me is to cross my legs, put my ass on the ground, hold my hands in my lap quietly and stillly meditate for only eight minutes. I'm going to do it today. Tomorrow, I'll manage tomorrow. Yesterday is gone, but today is today. I love you. Thank you for spending time with me. Um, let's see. what. How can I offer you to work with me? Um, I do have soulful success, but the doors are closed right now. Just so you know, when the doors open again, it will be the last time they open at this price. I'm raising the price in May. I'm raising the price. Um, and so just be thinking about that. The doors will probably open again in April. And at the end of April, the price is going up to $333. Right now it's $222. Um, come to Camp Starheart. Come to Camp Starheart. Camp Starheart is a place to practice. It's a pra- place to connect, to learn, um, to to gather insights and begin practicing them with other people who want to practice with you, campstarheart.com. Um, yeah, that's all I got for you right now. Oh, you can subscribe to my podcast. And if you're not on my um, address book at my website, you can sign up there. I love to invite you into my world. No obligation, only inspiration. Peace out, mofos. As always, thanks for listening. Totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond you can share with the hashtag better life, better Work show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better.